Welcome to America This Week from the Harris Poll. I'm John Gersma, and I am super excited to have Dr. Jonay Khaldun from CVS Health with us today. Just a little bit of background about uh, Dr. Khaldun. She is the Chief Health Equity Officer of CVS Health and also a nationally recognized healthcare executive. Dr. Khaldun, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. We really, really appreciate it. I want to talk with just a couple minutes about your background because it's absolutely fascinating. I'm I'm from the Midwest as well, and I noted that before you took this position, you were the chief medical executive for the state of Michigan, and obviously you were on the front lines of the pandemic. Could we start there maybe? Just tell us a little bit about you know, how the pandemic exposed cracks in our healthcare system, particularly when it, when it came to equity, and what did you learn as you went through that process? Absolutely. Uh, yes, it was It was certainly an, an unexpected, um, but certainly an an uh, honor to be able to lead Michigan through the COVID-19 pandemic for at least the first uh, 18 months or so when we didn't have tests, didn't have vaccines. It was it's just quite a harrowing uh, experience. But I'll say, you know, and Michigan was one of the first states to identify racial and ethnic disparities when it came to COVID-19 cases and deaths. And we did that, and kudos to um, the Michigan epidemiologists and others who I had the honor of working with. But the reason why we, we did that was that we looked and we knew that not because of anything related to genetics, but more of because we know that people of historically marginalized backgrounds often are more likely to have chronic conditions, yeah. have a more difficult time accessing healthcare, have more challenges with social determinants of health, like access to a good playing job, being able to have the benefits to be able to work from home, right? Instead of being out and exposed to uh, an unknown virus. So unfortunately, COVID-19 laid bare the inequities that exist in our system. I think the good thing is a lot of people, states across the country, uh, recognize this and, and made efforts to try to address it. I think it's, it's really laudable, the, the work that you did there. And one of the things that I, when I was researching for our discussion, was just the work that you did with the community. Could you just talk a little bit about how the community plays a role in sort of patient education and just trying to overcome these aspects of, of inequity? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that we, we work in in public health and work with community, something that you learn very early on is that you cannot do anything or improve a community without having um, the voice of the community um, involved not just in determining solutions, but also in understanding what those community challenges are. Dr. Khaldun, we were talking a little bit about um, how you navigated the, the crisis of the pandemic in Michigan and, and what role the community played um, in your outreach. Could you talk just a little bit about what you learned through that process and, and how you, you sort of engaged the community? Absolutely. One of the most important things to do and know when you're working in, in, in public health and really in any kind of healthcare space is that it's so important to include the voices and lived experiences of people in communities, not just in developing and implementing solutions, but actually in identifying what their true on the ground challenges are. Quantitative data is one thing, but really hearing from people on the ground is, is, is important. And so we were able to engage with communities in the state of Michigan, understand what the issues were. We navigated and, and updated policies, resources, 
our, our media efforts, uh, where we placed testing, how we provided messages in the community as well. That was all really, really important. And I'm, and I'm excited because in our work at CVS Health, we are also really embedding that uh, lived experience and voice of the community and how we think about our policies and our equity strategy as well. That's really interesting. Uh, we Just by coincidence, we ran a Harris Poll COVID tracker since the beginning of the pandemic, and we were tracking a lot of those issues. And it was really interesting to see how BIPOC Americans having a significant amount of distrust in the medical system early on when it came to masking and vaccinations, we started to see those fears ease and, and more engagement happen through that process. So it really does seem to be a, a, an issue of, of building trust on a local level. Why don't we shift gears and talk a little bit about, about heart health? We fielded a, a recent CVS Health National Health Project poll with the Harris Poll, and this is February. It's American Heart Month. I think, I don't know, seems like a, a lot of folks might think more about Valentine's Day than their actual hearts. I'm really curious if, if you could sort of, you know, paint a picture on some of our data. First thing that we found, and we fielded this data just last weekend, is it seems like on the surface, there is a lot of positivity around women's, the public health and women's awareness toward their health. Uh, we found in particular that while 50% of American women feel healthier today than they do during the pandemic, 75% are actually prioritizing their health more. In 81%, eight in 10 American women want to be proactive about their health. Are you seeing that in your data and in your work that there seems to be sort of a broader public awareness of health? You know, I, I do think that with the pandemic, it made people really think about what was most important to them. Uh, family, health, of course, rising to the top. So I do think that's why we're seeing more people wanting to prioritize their health. And that's also why at, at CVS, we're focused on making sure people have access to health and health care that is simpler, easier, and it's right there in their communities. And when we look at this specifically, Dr. Khaldun, on American women and heart health, it's quite interesting. In our study that we conducted in November, nearly two-thirds of American women, 64%, report being concerned about their heart health, with BIPOC women at 67%. But what was real interesting in the data is that nearly only half, 45%, who have seen a health professional in the last three years report rarely or never discussing heart health with their doctors. Why is that? You know, I, I, that's an important point that you bring up. Oftentimes people don't know importance of heart health. They don't know their risk or risk factors, and they don't know how to protect themselves or to bring it up even with their clinicians. So I think it's that's why it's really important that we focus on this this month, but really every month. And again, it's also why at CVS Health, we're making sure people have access to important screenings. We actually are providing free heart health screenings in select minute clinics across the country this month, just to raise awareness and make sure people um, are able to understand their heart health and their risk factors. Is there other reasons for this? Is it patient education? Is it doctor education? Is it is it access? What do we have to do to raise the awareness here? You know, I, I think really many things going on. One, I think it's important for people to understand that there are disparities when it comes to how women's heart health is addressed in the healthcare system when you compare women to men, but also among women and among women with different 
uh, racial and ethnic backgrounds, you'll often see disparities. And I think that's oftentimes because women's health challenges are underappreciated or unrecognized by the healthcare system. We often see these disparities as well because of access challenges, whether it's healthcare costs that are too high, the unavailability of a primary care clinician in a particular neighborhood. We also know that clinician bias does exist. We know that sometimes women's symptoms are treated differently in the healthcare system. We know that bias exists. Um, we know that bias exists among uh, clinicians when it comes to treating people with different racial and ethnic backgrounds. So I think those are some of the reasons why we're seeing disparities and challenges when it comes to women's uh, heart health outcomes. You, you bring up a really interesting point there and just maybe support it with some of the Harris data from our work together. Uh, we just recently found that 45% of Black women patients told us that they sought out a second opinion after feeling like their original healthcare provider dismissed their health concerns. And that was a significant difference from white women patients at only 34%. So it seems like definitely there's work to be done on, on the bias side. But back to heart health, could you maybe talk a little bit about, to American women, what they should know about their, their heart health and, and why they should be focusing their attention on it? Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's important that people, and women in particular, know their risks when it comes to heart health. Women have unique health experiences and life experiences from pregnancy to menopause that makes heart health and heart disease show up a little bit differently. Women also, um, there are some diseases that are more likely to, um, there are women are more likely to have, or they are expressed differently in women. So I think that's really, really important for women to know so that they can be advocates for their, their health. Dr. Kadun, can you talk a little bit more about what American women should think about when they think about their heart health? Absolutely. It's important for women to recognize the importance of being advocates for their health and understanding the risks of heart health and having heart challenges. We know that women experience, because of our physiology, experience different things in life, whether that's pregnancy or menopause. We also know that there are some uh, health conditions that are uh, most likely to be expressed in women for a woman to have that disease, but also the symptoms are sometimes different in women. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes women's health challenges, including a heart attack, as an example, are not recognized by the healthcare system. So it's important for women to know that they may have an increased risk. It's important for them to know that they should be talking to their healthcare providers about their risk. And it's important that they get tests done, working with their medical providers, have their high, their blood pressure checked, have their cholesterol checked. If they need to be on medications, you know, talk to their doctor about it, make sure you're staying on your medications and also modifying your, your lifestyle um, to be healthier as much as possible. I think that's really good advice because our study together also found that there's actually significant knowledge gaps among American women regarding their heart health. We found that only 46% of American women accurately attribute heart disease as the leading cause of death among women in the United States. Other audiences, including BIPOC American women, uninsured Americans, women in lower income brackets being the least likely to know, with those numbers being down in the 30s. 
And so again, that surface issue of health equity and patient education sort of comes back into it. Could you maybe just talk a little bit, Dr. Calden, why, why women's heart health is important when addressing health equity? Absolutely. Again, you know, we, we know that women tend to not get the same type of care or have their diagnoses sometimes missed in the, in the healthcare system. So for example, we know that women is more likely to be prescribed lifestyle modifications when it comes to heart disease, opposed to a man that's more likely to be prescribed medication. We also know that while, yes, women often have their symptoms, maybe underdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all, we also know that among women, again, women of different racial and ethnic backgrounds, particularly women of color, you'll also see disparities. So for example, a black woman is more likely than a white woman to have hypertension and two and a half times as likely to be hospitalized for congestive heart failure. We know that Hispanic women are more than twice as likely as white women to have diabetes, which we know is a major risk factor for heart disease. So we know that disparities exist, gender disparities exist, but we also know that within gender, within women, we know that there are racial and ethnic disparities as well when it comes to heart health. So it's so important that people understand the risks, understand that disparities exist, and then are actively engaging in their their uh, healthcare with the healthcare system. And also, again, at CVS Health, we're doing a lot to make sure that healthcare is accessible for women in particular. Well, Dr. Cobden, you, you touched on that accessibility at CVS, but uh, clearly the, the emphasis on CVS and screenings. What else is CVS doing? I know you're working with the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women movement. Absolutely. So one, let me just say, I'm really proud to work at CVS Health, to have such great leaders across the company who are committed to health equity and committed to women's health. And I also want to give a shout out to Dr. Joanne Armstrong, who leads our uh, women's uh, health work. So as I mentioned, we have so much that we're doing at CVS Health to promote women's health. We actually are providing easy and affordable access to heart health screenings across our minute clinic locations across the entire country in honor of American Heart Month. Those are free. We have project health events across the entire country. We're showing up and women can receive free blood pressure screenings and a free health consultation, actually. We're also working in communities. We actually just announced our Community Equity Alliance, where we're, again, elevating the voices of people in communities and historically marginalized communities across the country. We're asking them what their challenges are. We're connecting them to healthcare resources. We're embedding community health workers into care teams. Again, those are people who are from communities who help walk people along their patient journey and help them engage with the healthcare system. So those are just a few of the things that we're doing at CVS Health, but it's really an exciting time uh, to be at the company. And Dr. Khaldun, what should American women, especially BIPOC American women, be asking their doctors when they are going in to try to understand their heart health better. We did find in our data, 36%, over a third of women have asked a health professional to receive heart health screenings with three in 10 receiving the screenings they asked for. How do you start that conversation, I guess is what I'm asking. It's important that we have a healthcare workforce in the country that is culturally respectful and responsive to the diversity of the people in, in this country. That, that means having women in healthcare, that means having people of color uh, who are doctors. So certainly having a diversity of the workforce is important. It helps to actually build that uh, trust. 
Um, but I'll also say it's important for women to uh, look at their own family histories and ask questions about people in, in their in their families. Um, oftentimes we don't know what health conditions people had or if they had a heart attack, as an example, in their 40s. Uh, if you if you don't know that, that's one um, miss there is really just starting with your own household. But I'd also say, you know, talking to your your doctor about what your risks are. Should you be having your cholesterol tested? Should you have your, if your blood pressure is too high, what should you be doing? Um, should you be starting medication? What are some strategies that are practical in your everyday life that you can do to be able to decrease your risk of heart disease? So again, any primary care a clinician should be able to have and should be having these conversations with their patients. So it's important that you advocate for yourself if you feel like you are not being listened to. Thank you so much for this. This has been so helpful. I have one last question for you because I I re realize and I understand that you have the ER gene. Is that correct? You're, you're still working in emergency medicine. Yes, I still practice emergency medicine at Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit. Uh, I love it. I love taking care of patients and, and teaching medical students and, and residents. So, yes. Dr. Khaldun, thank you so much for your time today. This is Dr. Khaldun, the Chief Equity Officer, Vice President of CVS Health. Thank you so much for this really valuable information. Thank you for having me on.